0: Welcome
1: in to the Liga MX Fantasy Podcast, Episode
0: Two. Numero dos, Numero dos. Welcome back if you uh, if you liked our first episode. We appreciate you listening. This is uh, your boys Tripp and B and Era Boy fourteen. What's up, Enrique? How you doing?
1: What's up, man? I'm sorting my lineup right now. Um, I had a luck box go in the end to kind of saved my line, and I'm just waiting on the last game to finish. But pretty good, man. Pretty good so far.
0: Yeah, what's up? We're, uh, we're recording a uh, this podcast. is our episode two. This is for the Liga MX slate on Saturday night on DraftKings, November 10th. And we are uh, watching the end of the slate from Friday night play out uh, as we record this. So you just mentioned uh, we both had this guy in our lineup uh, today. We didn't mention him on uh, yesterday's pod, but <laughs> that's probably because he's a center back. But uh, Hiram Meyer came through clutch with a late goal in the uh, Veracruz match, and uh, we both had him, and we're both liking that.
1: Yeah, I'm liking that a lot because I was down, and I was about to say in the beginning of this podcast, I always lose on Fridays, but I'm still alive there, so... I right, it was looking like another back, losing thought...
0: Friday. <laughs> it was going to be another losing Friday for yes,
1: you. Man, I was already like... Um having people head at me, you know, like, hey, what happened? You know, I thought the road teams were going to show up and this and that, they were favorites. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I saw the game not even close with Veracruz, but Veracruz showed up somehow. And Luna and Carrasco started racking points with the goals and assists. I was like, damn it, man, here we go again, Friday nights.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And it, if we look at it, maybe if we just kind of review a little bit about what we talked yesterday and how it played out, maybe since we're both kind of brand new to this tout game, maybe we review our our results a little bit. Uh, we both kind of were, were low on Luna. Both thought he was a little bit too pricey for an underdog matchup, but I forget, you know, never underestimate the home field advantage. I was kind of down on saying LMX home field advantage is not as big a deal yesterday in our pod, but it looked like it, it proved that I don't know what I'm talking about half the time because the home team showed up big. Uh, Carrasco, we mentioned, also didn't end up playing him, but he scored the first goal there for uh, Veracruz, and he's always in play, obviously. And then uh, Abrigo, we were hoping he started. We both – he did start. We both played him, and he was not that great. So what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, just a little recap on the first game. Um, Luna – off the bat, and got a goal and assist. Well, not a goal and assist. He got two assists. Two
0: assists, yeah. Two assists in the first half hour
1: or so. the first half, I'm like, what the hell is going on with San Beso? Because like, he had like five points maybe. And I'm just scratching my head and just waiting for Villalba to show up too because that's why I play a parodid mode with San Beso. because I know Greta needed to goal to win the game. And about Carrasco... I saw Luna and Abrigo there, and I was like, well, I've seen Abrigo take some sets before. I mean, he has a pretty decent floor, yep. and um, he was the lowest price of all three, so I was like, I'm just going to put him in out of all Veracruz that I see today, because I don't really see Veracruz doing much. Right. But, um, yeah, on my defender slot, I put Mier and Olpi for the higher price, cheap defender combo, and somehow it turned out um, before I start talking about tomorrow's slate, I just want to clarify that I'm not under the influence of any alcohol or <laughs> drugs. just that goes out for uh, Danny out there to say that I was kind of drunk because my voice was really low. But hey, I was really a, tired that Yeah, <laughs> and we recorded really late. So just, just clarify clarify.
0: You're just a chill guy who, you know, talks slow and smooth. You know, it doesn't mean you're drunk. Come on.
1: Yeah, man. That's um, the ladies, but Yeah, that's another subject. <laughs> um, yeah, on the forward spots, here's my other favorite DK player for Liga MX. It's a lock for me. I know you don't like locks, but Darlon Pavon is the man for Liga MX.
0: No doubt. No doubt. He's... He's a guy that just I always find ways to get him in my lineup. On, on a slate with Monterey, I'm going to be plugging in Pabon, first guy in the lineup every single time. The same way?
1: Yeah, man, I feel like his price is kind of low. He's usually like an 11, 1200 range. So I believe it's because he's away. But, I mean, you know, that guy's been across like 20 times and shoot like 10 times. As far as the odds, yeah, they're different, but it's kind of the same scenario because both home teams are out of the playoffs. They're next to Veracruz and um, Atlas on the table. They're like the last four on the table. And um, Monterrey and Morelia are still fighting for a spot for the playoffs. Well, Monterrey is almost secure, and Morelia still fighting to get in there. And based on today's... uh, result with get it on the tie they can jump get if they win tomorrow so that's going to be a game to watch so we're going to go same strategy
0: we're going to not worry as much about the odds and we're just going to go situational here and focus on the teams that have something to play for as opposed to the teams that uh are stuck down the bottom yes sir clearly we're going to be targeting morelia and monterey players uh you love Pabon as a top forward. I think that goes without saying. We're not really being given too much insight there by saying play Pabon. Who else do you like in a forward spot as you look at this slate as you go down the list, price wise?
1: Well, there are a couple midfield and forward eligible players that I like. If Valdez starts for Morelia, he's like their set piece guy. He's the Diego Valdez. Yeah, Valdez
0: is a
1: 6,500. Uh, yeah, man, his price is really good to play for. And um, Fierro is there, too, and that plays with him in Morelia. That guy loves to cross. He plays on the wing. So, looking at those six. Is uh, Fierro, Fierro a guy that goes 90 minutes? Yeah, he's been going 90 minutes for the last couple games, the last four or five games that I've seen. Looking in
0: a couple of these, if I look over on the underdog side, there's two forwards I do like. I don't know if either one's going to be in my lineup, but I love Victor Davila, uh, 8,600 for Nacacha, and I love Miller Bolaños for Tijuana, 8,100. Both guys are, are midfield or forward eligible. You can get them in your lineup, but they're home players. Is this another situation where we didn't want to play Luna and he kind of burned us today? Is, is, are these guys you want to get in?
1: Me personally. The way I play, um, I would not choose him. But, I mean, Emilio Bolaños and Victor Davila both have decent floors. And they can score. They've scored a couple goals. And uh, I believe Davila is Texas, uh goal leader of the season. And Bolaños is Tijuana's as well, if I'm not mistaken. And he takes pants as well. Right. And he's, he's the guy...
0: Sometimes they'll play him central. Sometimes they'll put him out on the wing. He he tends to sort of just roam free all over the pitch. So he can get points a lot of ways. He he shows up with a goal often from a lot of different places on the pitch. He's not like – he doesn't always score in just one way. Um, some of these other guys are just pure you, – you can chase a goal with Lucero if he starts. You know, you can uh, – Kubo Torres for Tijuana. Big big disappointment, I feel. you think he's been a pretty big disappointment this year?
1: Yeah, coming from Houston – Um, yeah, man. I mean, there's a big difference between leagues. I know there's a lot of talent in MLS, but like competitive wise, like,
0: right. And he was barely, he was hardly playing in MLS too. That's the, that's the problem. So just recapping forward. Then I guess we got, you got Pabon, you got Davila, you got Bolaños, you got Madrigal, Lucero. Valdez, Fierro, and maybe Hurtado. That's that's about your player pool right there. i I don't really think you need to add anybody else. But you can take a flyer somewhere else like that, I guess.
1: Yeah, those are the main guys. Um, yeah, I, I would secure the ball in there and just um, go with your four guys.
0: Let's move on to midfield then. And, and you know, if you jump over there, you can see a lot of the top guys we already talked about because they're midfield forward eligible both. Uh, the top guy who's just midfield only eligible is Hurt, Arturo Gonzalez from Monterey, who's not a bad play if, he, if he's in uh, or didn't used to be back in the day. But uh, what do you like in midfield? I mean, the the most expensive player who's midfield only eligible is only 7600 So it's almost like you can play anybody you want. Where are you going?
1: As far as midfields, I'm going to go with the set guys. I'm going to play in Rivero for Tijuana. That's my luck as well for tomorrow if he starts Um, that guy um, has a decent floor he likes to get wide and cross too take some shots and the other guy that can be in the midfield spot for me is Matias Fernandez for Necaxa which is also the set piece taker when he's in
0: yeah I like Matty Fernandez for sure I play him on a lot of slates Uh, I'm trying to find him He's,
1: he's at 7,300, I think. There he is. Okay,
0: yeah. Sorry, man, I don't know what I was missing him. But he's just uh, – all the all the outs confuse me. But, yeah, Rivero is good. Fernandez is good. Now, you got any issue with either of those guys being on underdog teams?
1: Not at all. Being home, I'm taking, no i taking right? – No issues, right? Don't be afraid. Yeah. I, I'm
0: usually – I don't think either of these – we're talking you know, favorites and underdogs a lot, and but neither of these are overwhelming – with the Vegas odds or anything. So it's not like they're huge mismassage. So obviously, yeah, there's nothing wrong with taking a home player or set-piece taker on, on either uh, of the of the underdogs.
1: Yeah, with the whole odds thing, unless I know it's like a huge um, differential between both teams. like mm-hmm. Say like Tigres versus Veracruz, it's probably like 1,100. Right. Negative. right. I'm Some not going to pay out. attention to those with Liga MX because – like you know what happened today with Veracruz mm-hmm. showing out in the first half. So. right, exactly. The and biggest, yeah, biggest star comes percent. out and takes two of lead. Yeah.
0: All right, but, so if if uh if Fernandez and Rivero are the top two targets, are there any other targets? Here's a guy that I would like to play. If he's in, he doesn't start all the time, but he he's a really good floor play in my mind, who is uh Vilches for Morelia. When he comes in, he takes oh, yeah. set pieces.
1: That's- that's one of my favorites when he's in because all he does is cross when he gets right. the ball. Right, he takes and sets has and has open play value. So,
0: yeah, 6,800 here on this slate for Morelia. You know, the, the Morelia lineup is going to be kind of key, I feel, to setting up your whole team, because they tend to have different lineups. You know, they, they'll start different guys from time to time, whereas Monterey it's pretty set. Some of the other teams on this slate kind of start the same 11s, whereas Morelia, you might get Vilches, you might not. You might get uh, Valdez, you might not. Although he, you know, he's a pretty regular starter, but some of these guys, you just never know. So that Valdez price is insane at sixty five hundred. I gotta say, I almost want to call him a lock as well.
1: Yeah, because he hasn't been starting, and his floor kind of went down with Fierro and Vilches being the same starting lineup. So that makes sense. But being tomorrow's um, scenario, trying to fight for a play, I'm sure Valdez will turn up. Right, Morelia you, if he starts. You're looking
0: at Vilches, Valdez, Fierro, and it's almost like pick two of the three or just see which ones fit salary-wise or whatnot. So.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Morelia um, mainly tomorrow, so I'm going to have to choose two out of three if they all start tomorrow. Uh,
0: what about uh, if Rivero's not there and Luis Chavez starts? I know he will get some sets for Tijuana from time to time. Had a 13-point... Th- game with no with no goals or assists had a another 10 point game with no goals or assists so he definitely has a floor but then he kind of fell out and they, they went back to rivero in the starting lineup but even then chavez comes in sort of at the 60 minute mark and kind of as a super sub and he's racked up four points six points you know in, in some sub appearances lately just in 30 minutes so if he was to start at least check him out don't sleep on him when it comes to uh League MX salary savers. I'm more likely to to go with a punt defender than a punt mid. I'm, I'll generally spend a lot of my salary on, uh, on the forwards and midfielders and and punt on defense if I have to on these kind of slates. So, why don't we take a look at defenders since uh, since we seem to be there? Who do who do you like up top, and then we can move move down the list.
1: Um, once again, here I am. And the Morelia train tomorrow. I'm looking at both fullbacks. Guzman and Vegas, they're really low-priced. so are guys I like to go up. So, I'm going to probably plug them in if I want the floor guys from forward and midfield positions. I'm just going to just go on the Morelia stack tomorrow. That's what. I'm yeah,
0: looking. I mean, for, for two favorite fullbacks, you get one at 4,900 and one at 4,000. I think that's pretty good. Guzman... Definitely has, has shown a floor that that seems like a great price for him. I think I think you've got to consider him in play. Uh, they are on the road, but that they're going to push forward. And and I'm not too worried about that. I'm looking. I'm trying to think. Sometimes you'll get a defender with a set piece look down here. I don't think any of these guys can have set pieces. Vangione, I think, used to take them early, early this season, but... But, yeah, I, I like the Morelia shout. Um, some of these guys. The pricing is really compact here. There's no real outliers. I don't think Sanchez for 5500 I think you think that's a little bit of an overpriced?
1: Yeah, I believe he's prized up because he's got, like, five goals this season. So, he's that guy that may just get a header in and score a goal. Oh, I think he takes penalties as well. That's why he's uh-huh.
0: high-priced. Yeah, I mean, penalty always in play, obviously, but I think I'd probably just go down to Vegas, depending on, you know, if they were both in, I'd go Vegas over Sanchez. Uh, love the Guzman for 4,000. I, mean, I think that's almost a locket in the lineup. It's tough tough to beat. For a fullback at that price on a favorite team, um, I know Morelia, I believe, what's his, uh, Chile. I could be pronouncing that wrong, Gabriel Achille? Yeah, he he's suspect. Got a yeah, a red card. So you might get a real cheap, like a you know twenty five hundred Morelia center back if you really needed a deep dive salary.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm seeing it at Leo Spore for twenty nine hundred, and that's really cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Leo Spor is not bad. The high price goalie,
0: uh, Carlos Villanueva. I feel like I've played before, but actually he has not played all season, so I might be thinking of somebody else. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's we, tough. I mean, Majorga, I think, is a good back. If we go back up at 4,300, Beckles can be all right. Some of these – I don't
1: yeah, think – Beckles has a decent floor. He loves to tackle. He's that Central American player that loves to tackle and gets points for that. And sometimes he goes up and crosses. But mm-hmm. he mainly plays his position as a defender. He doesn't really go up as much.
0: I and know you – know, uh, Efrain Velarde is is a pretty decent player, right? He just got into the lineup.
1: From yeah, Velarde. He he was subbed in last week after the red card, but I think Vegas took that spot already. He's taking oh, it They might they might move Vegas to center back, but I don't see it, and put Velarde on the left back. But I don't really see that happening. No, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is usually pretty safe as a. As a fullbacks, so. but here
0: I, I don't think you're going to need to go. I mean, we haven't put the I haven't put a full lineup together. I don't think you're going to need to go too much lower than Guzman on this slate. Pabon's really the only real pay up option with your Areta out. I don't think you want to pay up for Davila or Hurtado, so you're going to have the salary. I don't think you need to worry too much about the deep value defenders. I don't know anybody jump out at you though, just in case. Any any other anybody else.
1: No, I don't like buying I used to like him at first, but then he started getting subbed off a lot, like in the 16th mm-hmm. minute. He didn't even get the clean sheet. Something mm-hmm. gets up before that. And the other guy, uh, Omar Mendoza, um, he's not really a floor fullback for me in fantasy-wise purposes. Right, he, he's kind of a get
0: stuck in type of defender in that team. If you want to go also. for
1: the high price defender like, like Nico Sanchez, just win on that goal. You're gonna have to hope for that bar to. Yeah, I hope you get that PK.
0: We can talk goalkeeper. just a little bit. I'm. I'm always a big fan of uh, Layud for t- Tijuana. I think he just is a great, highly skilled goalkeeper. He is the most expensive on this slate, and they're an underdog in Vegas. So, or may, they might may not. Or sorry, they may not be in a Vegas underdog, but they're kind of an underdog the way we're thinking of them in terms of expecting Morelli to have more motivation. What? Who? Any thoughts on goalkeeper? We don't have to spend too much time on it.
1: Um yeah, uh, Tijuana being the favorite at home. Uh he might get a lot of saves cuz Moniz going to uh try to score and shoot a lot and you know, Tijuana might get the result and win or get a clean sheet. Uh I remember was it this season last season there were like five or six games with a clean sheet. So they're pretty they're pretty tough at home. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go cheap on the goalie, you can go with Sosa. He can get the win and a couple of saves for I believe forty is Sosa 4,200?
0: Uh,
1: yeah. yeah not bad yeah Sosa can either make you win or make you lose is that
0: <laughs> right right yeah he's kind of a streaky goalie if if that makes any sense. He's he runs high he's made some incredible saves in the last few few rounds but he also has been really, really bad earlier at other times this year. So I don't mind Barovaro. I, I think I expect Monterey to win, so I, I don't mind just paying $5,100 for Barovaro. He's on the road. But if I need to save, I guess I don't mind going down to Sosa because I don't think there's going to be too much difference. For me, with goalkeeper, it always comes down to, like, what's the difference going to be between the them relative to each other? You know, uh, One guy may be better in a vacuum, but let, let's put them all – if I think all four of these guys are all going to get within, you know, five, six points of each other, then I'm usually just going to take the cheapest one or whoever fits in the lineup, you know, after I've already built everybody else in, so.
1: Yeah, man. If you want to be on the safe side, you can go with um, Barbera for 5,100 because I believe Monterey is the biggest favorite tomorrow, even though being away. Yeah. I would say Hugo Silence is the worst one for tomorrow to choose, but mm-hmm. you want to go against the odds against the chalk, I mean, go for González and the saves.
0: See what happens, right? And if anything could happen. But yeah, that's it. That's, that's pretty much the slate. I mean, if, if, I, if I look at a lineup and I plug in Pabón, Fierro, Rivero, and Guzman, that leaves, you know, 5,700 for the, the remaining four spots, and, and all the goalies are 5,300 or cheaper, so you're going to get a couple bucks back there. Should be pretty easy to build a lineup, um, obviously. Not saying you have to go with those four locks. We, we, we did pretty good today uh, on today's slate, but maybe not perfect. So
1: I had in mind to say this in the first spot, but I forgot. Um, I want to call this the Vinny pick. This is uh, <laughs> one of my buddies. Vinny, Vinny Cash. Cash. Yeah, legend. DFS he, legend, Vinny Cash. Make some luck picks at Liam X. And I'm gonna say my Vinnie pick for tomorrow is going to be Madrigal for Monterrey. Another guaranteed goal. I'm not saying it's a guaranteed goal, but Madrigal, just, is my Vinnie pick for tomorrow. I like it.
0: Yeah, I think a Vinnie pick is just uh, a guy that no one else would pick that uh, somehow wins the slate. Basically, right? That's that's Vinnie Cash. So I remember he's the, he's probably played ramiro Funes Mori more than uh or rogelio Funes Mori, excuse me um more than anyone in the history of the mx dfs so he loves that guy but yeah it's a good pick i love it madrigal for all the money
1: yeah man go for it you might win it all
0: cool well we still got uh, the second half here of uh today's slate uh Still scoreless, I think, between Atlas and Pachuca, if I'm not mistaken. So, but we, you, and I ended up on the same exact lineup tonight. Sometimes that's going to happen on a two game slate, but uh, no collusion on the podcast. Promise. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Doubtful it's going to end up the same way tomorrow. So who knows?
1: But yeah, anyway. man. Um, I saw our initial player picks. And I was like, man, we pretty much covered the players we talked about on the podcast.
0: Really appreciate everyone listening. This is just something we're trying to get started, something new. If you got any tips for us how to be better, more entertaining, more insightful, please hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you got me, I'm at TrippinB underscore
1: on Twitter. My Twitter handle is AeroBoy14. That is E-R-A-B as in boy, O-I-1-4. And yeah, just share the word of the Liga MX in english
0: podcast